Welcome back, Season 4, Episode 7. Today, we're recapping UFC 297. Let's get it. And we're back. We're back. Another one. Another recap of UFC. What were your overall thoughts, just generically... Oh, here we go. How about this? No, 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 no. Okay. All right. How about that? One word. Oh. One word, and then you give me what you were going to say. I can give you three words. I want one word. I had a good one word. Had a good three word. Hold on. One word, and then I'll give you. You give me your three words. Okay, I'll give you. I want to guess at the three words also. Give me the one word, and then I'll guess. One word for the whole card. For the whole, just top to bottom. Your thoughts on 297, boom, one word. Trash. Okay. That's, That's one word. It's harsh. It's true. It wasn't a very good card. It wasn't a very good card. It was like, we already talked about it. There wasn't a lot of good names on the card, other than no. Strickland Duplessis. Right. But we thought there was going to be some good matchups, some banger fights, and there wasn't. There wasn't. We didn't really have, we had Neil Magny with the TKO of Malat, but it, was it wasn't really fight. a knockout. It was a good fight, though. Yeah, it but was I'm just not talking, a knockout. There was no knockouts. He just got gassed. It was almost. not an exciting card. There was three subs at the beginning. Yep. A lot of decisions. Yeah. And you had Jillian Robertson with the TKO, ground ground and pound, and the same thing with Neil Magny. There wasn't any like even knockdowns. I don't think it didn't seem like no. So it was no. just bo- maybe boring. Bo- okay, I like that. Maybe boring. I don't know. I'll be. I'm not. I'm not saying I disagree with trash. I was there, just wondering if we were if we were going there. I would think boring fits it a little better because there was some good fights, not crazy good fights, but there were some good fights, and uh, just not being big names. I was hoping there'd be some banger fights. There wasn't. So give me give me boring. Okay. You want my now, three words? Now your three words. What? What's your guess? Uh, I was gonna guess something with Canadians. I'm gonna say Canadians are trash. Male Canadians suck. <laughs> if you didn't I see. Do, I knew it would be something about them because they lost every single fight. Every man fighter, male fighter, lost. Right, yeah. They were 0-7? 0-7, yeah. 0-7. Mike Malott, heavy favorite, lost. Charles Jordan lost. Uh, uh, Marc-Andre Berrio lost. Yep. And then a bunch of guys we don't uh, know lost. Uh, Brad Katona. Brad Katona. Yeah. Close also, fight. Also a favorite. He was like minus 210. Close fight. It was a close fight. He got it was unanimous decision though. I thought he lost. Yeah, you know. So only was it just the was it two Canadian women that won? Jillian Robertson and probably that one with the oh J. yeah Jasmine. Dude, did you see the stats from that fight? Uh. Uh-uh. Let me just read you this. The girl with a J. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to say the name. Yeah. Uh, I don't know wrestler. how to say her opponent's name either. Is it but that? Brazilian? It was Priscilla Cachoeira. Something mm-hmm. like that. And she fought oh Jasmine Jazu. Yeah. 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 So the Brazilian that lost, Priscilla. In a three round fight. In a three round fight. Yep. Landed twenty six. And by the way, this didn't go the distance. It almost did. Yeah. It was like La- last minute, seconds forty left. seconds left, I think. Yeah. Uh thirty nine seconds left. So Priscilla took the L. She landed a total of twenty six. Uh, total strikes, twenty six total strikes. About eight, nine around, solid. Yeah, solid. So very bad compared to compared to Jasmine, the Canadian, one of two that won on the whole card. 
326 total strikes. So she barely got her. She hit her just a couple Did times. You say 326? 326. So she got her by 300? What makes it worse is that she was 3 of 3 on leg strikes and 6 of 8 on body strikes. Mm. So she punched her in the face 318 times. Mm. <laughs> I mean, she looked like after. It is it, bad. Mm. It was just bad. I mean, I saw something that said, and I don't know how you even, if there's a, how would you even beat this? I don't know what the previous record was, but it was the greatest disparity of total strikes in the history of UFC. Jeez. 300. That's the thing, too. 300 on the dot. In a three-round fight. In a three-round fight. In less than 15 minutes, she outstruck this woman by 300 strikes. It's pretty bad. I'm going to ask you a question. We're going to go Sean Strickland on you here. Okay. So you got to be careful with how you answer. Do I answer like Sean? <laughs> no. No. You answer like you answer like you would answer. All right. Okay. So in this fight, she outstruck her opponent by 300 strikes. Yes. A Could you do better? B B Sean Strickland said in the pre-fight presser that the majority of men in that room at the time Yes. Could beat up the 125-pound champion. Yes. Does that's a two-parter, two-parter there, A and B. So are they true? A A could you do better? B, I'll just go thoughts on Strickland's comments. A yes. <laughs> Come on. But I mean, so here's but there's levels, right? So if you get finished by Jasmine in the first 60 seconds, did you do better? As long as I get up, I mean, more this than girl lasted significant strikes. So you're just saying you could do better as far as within 300. I'm just going to start girl. throwing right away, hoping I don't get knocked out before 26. Yeah, and I think she's a wrestler. She'd probably take me to the ground, and I'll just start elbowing her from the ground. She was only two of five on takedown attempts. Yeah, I think so. she's a silver medalist for the Canadian wrestlers. Okay, a couple years back. All right. So yes, you could do better. And on the Sean Strickland comment. Um, I'm going to say he that's not true. Because <laughs> most of them are reporters. And if I had to guess, most of them are not in shape. I mean, he, even if you're in shape. Yeah, they're still messing me up. Yeah, I they mean. just like submit me. Is, is Zhang Weili not out. choking me out? Dude, Zhang Weili would 40 destroy seconds? us. Destroy us. She picked up Francis Ngannou. Yeah. She ain't going to have any issue picking us up. Not even picking me up. She'd slam us. She could probably just dive at my ankle and yeah. rip it apart. Yeah. Within 15 seconds. Yeah, everyone knows how Sean Strickland is, though, man. He's not... That was bold. He's not big on his women. He... No. I mean, the shirt... He was wearing a shirt that said... Guns in hand, kitchen... Women in the kitchen, women in the kitchen guns, guns in belong hand. in hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bold. Bold. Pretty bold He's stuff. a bold man. He is. Teach their own. I'll do... I'll put it uh, that way. Freedom of speech. So, we had a lock... We made a video. Didn't hit. Didn't hit. It was a plus one seventy. It was it was a value underdog pick. And I'd like to just say something. Okay. To the haters. Because even for little old sub zero sports, we got them. We have haters. Yeah. For whatever reason, I don't know, to be quite honest with you. I don't know who would hate me. I mean I'm a likable guy. I, I can't understand it for the life of me, you know? But we have haters, right? So, some comments are flowing. Is you know what why? it is. You know why? Oh, here we go. They hate us because they ain't us. Oh, okay. All right, yes. 
That's not where I felt like it was going. Like, where'd you think that was going? <laughs> I just felt like it was going to be a shot fired. That's what it felt like. All right, so Arnold Allen loses. So comments of the haters would be, it was an underdog pick for a reason. You want me to make a video picking, telling you to bet on bold bet of the week, take the minus 210 favorite, which yeah. also would have been wrong, by the way. What would have been worse is going lock of the week, it's hitting, no doubt, Mike Malott, minus 400 favorite. Yeah, and then he, and mi- that he, doesn't then he hit, loses. That looks bad. That looks awful. But don't hate on the guy that makes a plus 170 underdog pick for you. Right. At a good value pick, we thought it was closer to a pick em. I thought it was – I yeah. thought it should have been a minus one ten both ways, right? Uh, but Arnold Allen, even as a plus one seventy, it was a good fight. It was a great fight, and I'll stand by this take on the fight that if Arnold Allen doesn't get absolutely tagged, and it, it, it never even counted as a knockdown, but he got tagged. Yep. That to the judges was a huge swing in that fight. And then, did you see with his hand on the ground, knees to the head? What did you think about that? Bit- so, because I, I, can, my personal opinion, fair game. Same, because it's not weight bearing. Right. He did it as you're a not straight allowed, defense mechanism. Yeah, you're not allowed to put your hand down to save Which yourself. Which is what he was doing. If his yeah. hand was not there, he would not have fell down. Correct. He was using it there, so you can't you knee me in the head. Get any, yeah. And that's not the point and of the rule. That's BS. Agreed. And I think just the fact they had to stop it at the judge's sake, it doesn't look good for Arnold. Arnold exactly. Allen. Exactly. So, not only that. But Evloev, Evloev, it is against two good incredibly guys. good opponents. Yep. I got, I still am very high on Arnold Allen even after yep. the loss. Yep. But Evloev attempted seventeen takedowns, landed five, and I'd say three of those were in the first round. Yeah, and and most of the control time. Allen was uh he was defending them a lot better in round yeah. two and three. He only ended up with three minutes total of control time in a fifteen minute fight. Uh, the cut looked really bad. Yep. It looked bad for Allen. The visual at the end of the fight told you that Evloev won, and yep. I think he did. He won the fight. Twenty nine, twenty eight. Um, it, and it was it was unanimous across the board. Twenty nine, twenty eight, and that's how I had it. Yep. You know, uh, so when it comes to significant strikes, total Evloev had the advantage, seventy to sixty. Uh, Allen outstruck him in significant strikes, fifty nine to fifty one. Okay. A couple of takedowns swung it, and the damage at the end of the fight swung it, in my opinion. Yes. Like you said, it's it's an eye test at the end of the day. It's judge three judges sitting ringside looking at what is happening. They don't have the stats in front of they them. They don't have the stats in front of them. And honestly, it, it, it was the right call. Yeah. I'm not trying to vouch for, for the, the losing fighter. Uh, but my point is, for a plus 170 underdog to pick him outright, I thought we were pretty dang close. Do you know if the judges are actually watching through the cage or do they have those little monitors in front of them i think the they TV have on? they have the monitors in front of them and they kind of go back and forth yeah they, so it depends if they're fighting right in front of them i think a lot of times they look at the cage it's on the other side of the cage it's on the other cage on the ground yeah yeah and that makes a big difference too for what they see what they see and what we see at home is not the same no not so close. It, no, Honestly. it's not close. It's not close. And you could argue in many situations with different camera angles, those sitting at home have a better viewpoint. I was just about to say that. So That's why there's so much controversy sometimes because we're not sitting cage side. And, yeah, and we're like, and what the heck are you watching? watching it through watching? the cage. Yeah. So they're not seeing what we're seeing. Yeah. So And even in person, we've both been to UFC fights in person. Yep. It's very different. Yep. Even when you're sitting you're, you're sitting above the cage, you're not you're looking through. Yeah, you're in a crowd. At the like, end of the day, they're all human, like. 
if someone they could hear, be winning around, but if the crowd's like going crazy one way towards a certain fighter, it could swing your your thoughts on how that round well, went. Well, just simple things too, like for example, Duplessis and Strickland, mm-hmm. right? Duplessis was credited with twenty four leg strikes mm-hmm. on thirty four that he swung. Yep. Now they credit him with twenty four. If you're listening to the broadcast and watching the fight. They said, oh, Strickland, check that. Strickland, yeah. check that. Which Strickland, is more check damage that. Strickland, check that. Exactly. And it was shin on shin. They just kept saying shin on shin over and over. Strickland's doing such a good job with these yep. kicks. Well, so to to Cruz and DC and Anik, they probably gave Duplessis more to like eight strikes, yeah. leg strikes, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's it's hard. That's, that's a very judgment in the moment thing. Yep. Anyway, so j- that's my little tangent. About the value pick. We'll be back. We'll be back. Easy. It's one miss. It's one miss. Come on, guys. We hit UFC picks all the time. I mean, it's nothing new, but we threw a value pick out there. And I'll tell you the truth. Hate the picks if you want to. People comment, that didn't work out, did it? You can go ahead and and throw me down for a value underdog pick nine times out of Mm ten. Because if you're sitting around waiting on me to tell you, hey, you hammered this minus 250 favorite yep. not gonna happen get out of not here. gonna come in from sub-zero Leave. You, can, you can go find those at espn if you want get out you can go find that at espn all right thoughts on the on the main card uh really the only thing worth talking about it's is the is the main event yeah. but before we get there um one of the uh i'm gonna say things that is not worth talking about we'll put it that way is the co-main event it's awful it was awful it was awful boring so, here's a question Here's a question. What does the UFC do with women's bantamweight from here? It seems like... It's an easy answer. It seems like Pena's next. Definitely. But are we pretty... We, we feel like 145 is gone. No doubt. Well, it's gone. Nunez was the only thing keeping it afloat. Even when she was there, it should have gone away. Correct. So, with 35... Are we in danger of Nunez also being the thing that kept that afloat? Are we in danger of this also does not need to be in the UFC? Because there were many, many comments saying, you cut these two, these are not championship fighters. Yeah, uh, if I'm the UFC, I'm going to Amanda Nunez right now and begging her to come back. Yeah. Begging. But the thing is, if you get her back, what does that save you? One more, two more fights maybe for that division? But. I mean, literally the entire time you're just watching that fight and the way that Raquel Pennington beat Bueno Silva, it's like, we saw what Nunez did to Pennington. Right. Like, this is a joke. Big joke. And it was kind of a joke in the first place that Juliana Pena wasn't in the fight. Correct. She's it the was. the only one to, like, ever beat Injured, Nunes. though, right? I think she was injured. But, but obviously, yeah. Pennington, Pena next. And then past that, I don't know that many people on 135. It, that, that's my that's my concern is at what point do we need to just get rid of this division? I think uh, it's just going to take we, time. Are we getting close to that? At the end of the day, what women's MMA in the UFC has only been there for since 2011 or something, 12, still new. Right. So I think it's just going to take time. Like we got to get these fighters, up and coming fighters that need to train and see the UFC now. And like we just have to wait honestly i mean it's yeah. the same with golf like it was tiger and no one else but now there's everyone so that's true. so many different people can win that's and true. i think you give it 10 15 years and we're going to see a lot more killer women in the mma I, game. I don't know if you'll see ufc be patient enough to give this division a decade i just don't see them only having 115 and 125 though 
do you pull if you're Dana and you're Hunter, you know, do you try and pull out a stop of hey, maybe we go get Shevchenko to come to one thirty five? Yeah, maybe. Do you try and do something like that? I think you need it. You Shevchenko need it. versus Juliana. That's a big fight. That's a big fight. The woman's fight. That's a big fight. That's a big fight. You you gotta find a way if there's some prospects hanging out in the wings, if there's some up and comers, maybe you maybe you rush them a little at thirty five. Yeah. Because you you need something. She needs some more contender series people on there. Need some it's about time for a new contender series season, isn't it? Do they do that once a year? Um, or like twice a year? I think it's more than once a year. Hopefully it's soon because that's fun. It is fun. Tuesday nights. It is fun. It, it's something for a Tuesday because we, we all have that um, that itch because UFC is primarily only on Saturdays. Saturdays. Mm-hmm. You know? So, so it's nice to get a middle of the week. It is, it is nice to get a middle of the week. I, and you sprinkle in uh, an every so often ultimate fighter, which is not what it used to be. Yep. But it's still a show. That's why everyone loves contender series more than ultimate fighter now. Yeah. Yeah, and, and to be honest with you, going back to, to Bantamweight 135, if if we're going to keep it alive... Okay, first of all, Nunez left. We already saw uh, Irene Aldana not have a chance. Yep. Wasn't even... She's good, though. For Nunez she's, she's not good. to be there, you got to think she's she's, she's going to be up there. She's in contention. Hell of a boxer. She oh my is. goodness. Her last she fight. Is. Yeah. Yeah. And who did she fight last? I don't know. But she was good, too. She it was, was like good. a Brazilian girl. I don't remember. Let me see the we... names. Not Ketlin Vieira. Ketlin Vieira is a great, a great name. She's, she's an up-and-comer. It's that Rosa girl. That's right. That's right. It was Kara Rosa. That's right. That was a very good fight. Fight of the year, almost. Um, yeah. You got... And then you got Misha Tate. Lower in the rankings, but a big, big name. name. Big name. And you got Holly Holm. Old. 40. Old. Yes. But a big name. Big name. If you can find a way... Well, I'm saying it'd be the right thing to do, but I'm talking about... The UFC has made it very clear to me that they don't care about doing the right thing. No. They really never have. Money fights. They never have, but it's gotten worse, worse, better, depends on how you want to look at it, as the years have gone on. It's more transparent than it used to be. Yeah. So, with saying that, if you can find a way to get a Misha Tate, to get a Holly Holm, into a title fight at 35, you might could save it. Yeah. If we can get a Holly Holm, Juliana Pena. If we can get a Holly Holm, Shevchenko. If we can get, you know what I'm saying? But I also think, you know, it's like, how did Holly Holm become Holly Holm? How did Misha Tate become Misha Tate? 100%. These rivalries. And now that Nunez is gone, we finally have a chance to actually see some new rivalries made. Because Nunez right. just dominated everyone until Correct. Juliana Pena. And then it was Nunez Pena. And that was a pretty big thing. So you think Pena's probably going to take it from Pennington. Then it's, you would think Pena then should what? That's defend it for a little bit. But against who? When whoever beats her. Then that starts a new rivalry. Yeah. you we It, not, it doesn't have to just it – it needs to be more than some good fighters coming up. I think it was just it the fight. It needs fights. to be banger fights. The fight – the co-main of 297 was just so bad, it doesn't look good for 135. But I think, give it a year from now, and that division looks a lot yeah. better. Okay. And I'm fine with it. I'm not saying we abolish the division. I'm just saying, is it time to have the conversation without Nunes? That's what I'm asking. Conversa- to bring her back? The conversation <laughs> of, is this a division that belongs in the UFC? 
are these the quality and caliber of fighters that belong in this organization where the best fighters on the planet are on the grandest stage? Yes. Okay. I think Nunez was just ahead of everyone. Yeah, and I'm I'm fine with and that it just answer. Looks bad, and because I, I'm fine with that answer. Yeah. But we got to start seeing. It, it's got to get better from here. We will. Okay. It's not going to get worse. If, if the if the next championship fight, whether it includes Pennington, Pena, we move someone up, we give a big a big name like Home Tate, whatever a chance, whatever. The next fight we see at 135 for gold has got to be better. If let's say there's two bantamweight uh, titles this year. Title fights? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If they Counting both, the one we just saw, or you mean two more? Two more. Okay, yes. Maybe. Say Hopefully. early summer. Late, yeah, maybe end of the year. Yeah. If they both look like that. Then it's time to talk? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you get to the end of the year and that's how it looks, it's like, all right. It might and you know what's up. sad is that going into Saturday night, before the fight even happened, it was a very real concern that that's how it was going to go. Mm-hmm. Because we've seen Pennington fight like that many times. And I think a big issue of that was Bueno Silva. She gassed she, herself oh out. Gosh. She gassed that, herself just out. Just an embarrassing, it was just embarrassing, didn't look embarrassing performance. Yeah. It was like, you don't look like you're a top three, is what she was. Yeah. Contender. If, if that. So, and I think maybe it was just too big of a moment for her, but she just didn't look at all. We've already known what Pennington's done in her career. Yeah. She's a good fighter. She's fought a lot of good ones, but she's not the best. Mm-hmm. She is now, obviously, but I think Pena would destroy either one of these girls. I agree. Now. A fight that was worth talking about. It's a good fight. The main event. Sean Strickland, now former champ. Drikus Duplessis. A lot of people have been saying Drikus. Yeah, have you noticed that? that? You haven't heard it? No. I'm just, a lot I'm of people. on Drikus. I'm going to keep going Drikus too. Drikus. I don't like that one. But now champion, new champion. Yep. Fourth, I believe, African champion in UFC history. Yes. The big Kamaru, three. Izzy, Francis. Yeah. Okay. Um... Heck of a fight. First South African. First South African. Uh, Five-rounder. Went yep. the distance. Yep. We thought it might. Yep. Um, thoughts? Um, Questionable decision to some. Everyone was. Everyone I saw is just split, and that's how you know it was a good fight. It was a good fight. I, I feel like I saw half Trickus. I saw half Sean. Yeah. So, it was like a tough one to score, and obviously it was a split decision, which I expected. Um, Trickus came out with it. Uh, I would say my biggest surprise is Duplessis' gas tank. He looked really he looked he, did. he didn't gas he out did. at all. It looked like he gassed out Strickland a little bit after the fourth round. He was breathing the heaviest I've ever seen him breathe for sure. Um, but it was a hell of a fight. Uh, Sean outstruck him a little bit. Uh, Duplessis added in a little bit of the wrestling. Plus, he was just throwing more. It seemed like and going back to what the judges see, you know, they don't have the statistics in front of them. Yeah, maybe that's what they're seeing. They're seeing that Duplessis pushing the pace, octagon control. When the fight's that close, you got to look at some other fact factors there. Yeah, so, the takedowns. And I, and I think yeah, the takedowns obviously, but just pushing the pace, throwing more, controlling the octagon, and I think that's kind of what what led him to be the winner. Yeah. When I watched it live, I had. And, and, and part of this, I, I, I want to say, is is hard even when you go back and watch it. It's the same person watching them. For example, myself. It's, mm-hmm. this, it's, it's still my point of view on how I would score a fight. You know, very different from the judges or yourself or yep. any other UFC fan. They all look at different things. They all weigh different components of a fight differently. 
Example, um, Islam Volk 1. Yep. We watched it together. Yep. Both thought it was a heck of a comeback in the championship rounds from Volk, but we thought Islam won this thing. Yep. Then you turn around and you uh, get on social media and you see Joe Rogan say, Volk, is, he dang did it. Yeah. 100% Volkanovski won that fight. Everyone sees it differently. Everyone sees it differently. How biased are you? Right. Who you want to win. But we wanted Volk to win, and we still thought Islam won. Yeah, true. Just because true. of control. Now, and, that. and that's just one example. This happens yeah. all the time. Yep. Happens all the time in a lot of different fights. A lot of different decisions, a lot of different factors. But that's just an example. And then you fast forward to the 297 main event. Point being... I, live, thought Sean won it 48-47. Yes. I rewatched it. Knowing the outcome. Knowing the outcome. Yep. Almost trying to get myself to find three Drekus rounds mm-hmm. to better uh, rationalize it in my head, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I thought Sean won 48-47. Now, again, it's hard to get it to change. Yep. I had Sean Strickland winning 1-3-5. Yeah. When I went back and watched it. And I think, what, two out of the three, or all three judges, or two out of the three had them winning two, three, four? Yeah, that was, that was the difference. Uh, one judge um, had Sean winning one, three, five. But that's the thing, though. That's like those middle rounds, at least two and three, I think four, Duplessis definitely won. I agree. But two and three were like so they were close. Razor thin. It's like, what do you value more? Do you value the takedown? And that's really good, that wins you the round, or do you value the fact that Strickland wasn't able to be held down and could get up in 20 seconds? Like, that's a plus as well. Well, I try to, I'm trying to put it to people this way, because there were a lot of people commenting on some of our stuff saying, like, robbery, and maybe, these are, maybe, robbery. maybe these are Strickland fans. Yeah. You know, so, you know, put, put in that what you will. But I was trying to rationalize it to people. As a person who picked Strickland, yep. as a person who thought he I won. I still saw it as 48-47. Right. That I put it to him this way. All three judges had Strickland winning one and five. All three. Mm-hmm. All three judges had Drikas Duplessis winning two and four. Yes. The third round was the split. Yes. One person had Strick, uh, Str- Sean Strickland winning three. Another person had Drikas Duplessis winning three. That means it came down to one judge and one round. Yep. And he saw it for Drikas. Yep. So let's not talk about like, it's not like there's their scorecard said 49-46. It's not like somebody put that he got fifty forty five in a split decision like the like the Sanhagen Vera. Oh my gosh! You know, wasn't where, even close. where where that was damn near that the biggest robber, robber, robbery. robbery I've ever seen. The fact on that fight when you see here, uh, judge this scores it. Yeah, I was like, Saudi this Monsa is scores split. Forty eight forty seven. This like, is split. What is happening? Yeah. Like when I got done with the Strickland Duplessis fight, I'm like, this is definitely probably a split decision. Yeah. Immediately it went split. And I think I said, I think it's going to be Sean forty eight forty seven. But I will not be surprised one bit if I hear Duplessis' yeah. name. Well, this is what I said watching it live. I said, if this is unanimous, 48-47, Strickland keeps his belt. Yes. If this goes to split, Duplessis got a, it's 50-50. Yep. I have no idea what they're going to say. Yep. And I thought that was fair. Um, I, I, wanna, I don't want to say I was upset with the decision. I was a little bit, I guess, when I heard it live. Yep. Because, and I want to talk about this too, is, is I... And, and Dana White touched on this a little bit too, post-fight presser. I, as a longtime UFC fan, and it, the, the game has changed. I agree. It's, it's I know different. What you're say. It's different than it used to be. But I'm a big fan of you got to beat the champ to be the champ. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> I knew it was coming. And maybe that's not the right mindset to have. Maybe it should be point blank who we thought we won, won. I don't know. But when they're that close, it's, it's, it's hard for me to, to take the to belt, take away, the from belt away from one. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. You can agree with that. It's what was hard. the really bad one? Uh, GSP Johnny Hendricks. GSP Johnny Hendricks, and they they one. gave they now that was back a but long one, time I ago. I thought Johnny Hendricks beat the champ. I agree, but it's like he didn't put him away. Exactly. It used to be different. We've even seen it with Johnny Bones on a number of occasions. Some people thought Tiago Santos Gustafson. beat him. Some people thought Gustafson beat him. Some people thought Dom Dominic Reyes. Reyes may be the 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 one yep. where it was like. He lost. Yep. You know, Gustafson won. A lot of people said he lost. So it's changed over the years. Even that Jones uh, Reyes fight was what, 2020? Mm-hmm. So not that long ago, but we're seeing it evolve. We're seeing split decisions go challenger's way. We're seeing, yeah. you know, split decisions go underdog's way. I, was about to say, I feel like it definitely used to be that way, like yeah. without a doubt. But now we see it all the time. It's a close fight, challengers can still win it. They can still win it. They can still win it. And here's a question. Which is probably how it should be. Yeah, I agree. I'm not saying... Because if you just say, that was a close fight, champ gets to keep this one. Right. All right. And that's where there's a fine line between you have to beat the champion and get what's his versus who just won the fight. Yeah. Forget that gold is on the line. Forget who walked into the cage with what. Who won the fight? Mm -hmm. It's, It's hard... As a, as a human, in my opinion, to think that way. And I think the UFC used to think that way a lot more than they do now. Yeah. Now it's much more up in the air. I don't know what the heck is going to happen sometimes when I hear decisions anymore. There is so many occasions when I hear that it's split, I'm like, I couldn't even t- begin to tell you what's happening right now. I can tell you one thing. Kind of moving on from this. Let's hear it. By the end of this week, it is January 22nd, Tuesday. By the end of this week. 23rd. Is it the 23rd? It's the 23rd. Whew. That's rough. Um, <laughs> we will have the UFC 300 main event announced. Oh, yeah? I'm calling it. That's just a feeling in your gut? Yep. Okay. They're off this Saturday. Okay. I think there's going to be a lot of meetings with Dana. I don't have to go to any fights. Obviously, yep. they're, they're meeting tonight, They're going to get something finalized. In the war room. And I think you mentioned it in the press conference that... He said we know something. Main coming soon. Soon. Yeah. Oh, so here's the question. I'm going to piggyback off that a little bit and try and tie in uh, middleweight division. Yep. Duplessis is he? Duplessis. So there's a lot going on right now at 85. Yep. Uh, Sean Strickland deserves a rematch. He's not going to get one. Yeah, just because he didn't defend the title at all. And he deserves there's too to have much that. star power in that division. Yeah, with Izzy for sure, or even Hamzat. Right. Um, but hell, I mean, you kind of saw it, Sean Strickland. Probably next time he fights as a fight night or something, or even on a pay per view, he's going to bring in pay per view yeah. sales. So I'm just going to I'm going to lay out I'm going to lay out all the options. I'm going to yep. lay out all the stuff you've been hearing, and you tell me what and who you'd book against who. Yes. Okay. So Sean Strickland just lost. Yes. Up in the air next. Drake Duplessis just won. Then we have Israel Adesanya, who was the recipient of Duplessis' call out. Mm-hmm. He was also the recipient of Poetan's call out. After he won the 205 belt. Yep. Poetan, speaking of, tweets about, or Instagram, I think it was, about UFC 300, and do I give it one more run at middleweight? Did you see that? Yep. He said, do I do one more run at middleweight? Not then, happening. Then, Hamzat Chemaev mm-hmm. makes a post about UFC 300. Then he does an interview with Brett Okamoto, I believe it was, that said, Dana promised me, 
a championship fight. Yeah. So I don't care. He said, I don't care At if you're the president. No. He just said, I would get the winner of Strickland Duplessis. I'm next, is what he said. Really? That's what Chamayev said in an interview today. And he said, or maybe it's yesterday, but he said, I don't care if you're the president or the king. If you promise someone something, you, be- you better be a man of your word. Yeah. Talking to Dana White. And he said, I'm next. I would be shocked if I'm not next. Yeah. So saying all that, yeah. saying all that, who gets booked with who next? What, what do we do from at 85? I didn't know that he said that. That's what the he said. The fact that he said that makes me think Izzy is actually taking time off. Maybe. Because I don't think Dana White's just going to go out and say that. And he, Unless well, Hamzat's now, now Dana. Now we're going to say, we haven't heard from Dana. We have not. A lot that of times UFC like fighters say something, and then Dana says, I never said that. If that is true, then my thought is Dana knows Izzy's going to be out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to be back. Now, let me, I'm going to throw another wrench at you then. Okay. I watched Izzy's reaction yep, on his YouTube that. channel to the Duplessis yep. Strickland fight. They were glad. They were glad. They wanted it. And he, he did the whole, I kind of manifested this type of spin. Yep. Yep. And he said, happy for you, champ, but I'm going to test that ass. Yep. Makes you think, that could be next. I think the fight to make is Duplessis-Izzy. Obviously, that mm-hmm. big big hype with it, uh, I think, July of last year. With yeah. Izzy coming in the cage. Um, I think that's the fight to make if Izzy is taking time off. I still personally think Hamzat needs to fight a, a top Robert five Walker, guy, you know, maybe. Just, yeah, a freaking Vittori, a Cannoneer. Um, a legit middleweight. Yes. Um, but... I would say that's the next option because they don't want to go Duplessis versus Cannoneer or Duplessis versus. Well, if it's not Hamzat or Izzy, you run the Strickland fight back. Yes, because of the buildup. Sean Strickland has turned himself into pretty much a star. Yeah, I think uh, it's going to be first option Duplessis Izzy. If Izzy's taking time off, then it's going to be Duplessis Hamzat. I think Strickland, unfortunately, is probably getting a rematch with Cannoneer. So what about? What about, uh, well, here's the thing. You said, let's assume your option A comes true. I think it's the most likely Duplessis that we get Izzy. DDP and Izzy. Yes. Strickland There's Humzot. no chance we book Strickland Hamzat. That's a dangerous fight for Strickland. That's a quick yeah. way to get back outside the too. top five. Strickland, uh, or excuse me, Hamzat, also in the same interview with Okamoto, uh, Brett asked him a question. He said, both DDP and Strickland have made comments about you. Yep saying that before you get any sort of title shot, you need to be a top five guy. Yep. He said, what's your response to them? And he all he said was, maybe I haven't beaten a top five guy, but why don't you ask Sean Strickland what happened when we trained together? I was just about to say, I saw a post that said, obviously they were sparring together, training together, and Hamzat was just destroying him Rag-dolling at will. Him. And Sean told his coach to tell him to take it easy on him. And Hamzat said that in the interview today. Really? He said, "He said all I remember was you crying back to your coach telling him to tell me to take it easy. Yeah. He said those words. Yeah. So, and I'd like to say, Hamzat appears to be a matchup nightmare for almost anyone. Yep. But, if Drikas Duplessis was able to take Sean Strickland down six times, didn't really control him. Pretty Sean easily. got back up. Yep. But pretty easily. Yep. You it's hard to imagine what Hamzat Jamai would do considering when now I know it was a short fight notice. There's a lot of things yep. going to it, but what we saw him do to Kamaru Usman who had mm-hmm. essentially never been taken down outside of one trip. Um, after that, I can't imagine in such a straight up and down boxing, you know, stance 
that Hamzat Chamayev would not ragdoll Sean Strickland in a 15-minute fight? You kind of think off the top of your head, I I would feel like DDP versus Hamzat would be a pretty good fight. Yeah, the it, it would come down to DDP is a pretty big defense. Yeah, but Duplass, I mean, you saw how easily he took uh, took down Strickland. Yeah, wasn't able to hold him down. Yeah, but, but maybe uh, we don't we don't know how hard he was trying to. Yeah, was he just shooting maybe the takedown it was? To get the hey, this is a real close striking round. Let me go ahead and submit this with a takedown. Yep. you don't know because be he was landing on the feet as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to say. You this division is up said. in the air for the first time in a long time right now. You kind of agree with the options, though, with what yeah. I said? Yeah, I think, I, think, I think for the pure entertainment. Now, if we're, there's a very big difference between what I think deserves to happen and what I think gonna happen. will happen. What do you think is going to happen? I think Hamza Shemaya will continue to sit, not fight anyone, including Sean Strickland. Uh, and we'll see DDP and Izzy. I think Izzy would like for that to be at UFC 300. I think DDP has proven, and now especially that he has gold, is he's not going to rush into a fight. I would well, love to see that happen at 300, time. but he was injured, didn't fight Izzy before. If he's banged up, we don't know other than exterior what we could see on his face if anything else happened. You know, we don't know if he hurt his hand. We don't know... Whatever. We don't know. I would think if it was just the bruising to the eye and the face, obviously, if it's just that he'd, and no internal go injuries, he's going to be good to go. Because I would think in a week, week and a half, his face is going to be okay. But here's another here's another aspect. Yet, even if he's good to go, is there a part of him that says, that's still rushing it really quickly, I'd like to be champ longer than two months. But you're also going to be a champion fighting on UFC 300 that is probably going to be one of the most bought pay-per-views maybe ever ever top five obviously McGregor's not going to be on there so I don't think it's going to be as big as one of those right but it's going to be a huge pay-per-view yeah you get you get paid for that and the Izzy fight you called the man out you called the man out like you, you clearly want that I think fight. if he's healthy he's okay going turning it right back around and going 300 okay yeah I mean I agree and DDP Izzy is a huge fight that's a huge you fight you add that to 300 uh, would that main event 300 at that point if they booked that? If I mean, Pereira you gotta, does, if Pereira doesn't fight on the card, what if Pereira fights? We're gonna put Izzy, we're gonna put Israel Adesanya in a co-main. I don't see. I, I don't it. think. I don't think 300 is that much about how big is the main, how big is a co-main. It's just how big is the card itself. Like there is some bang. I agree, in the card. but if you're Israel Adesanya, <clears throat> are you willing to take a back seat to the man you knocked out to get the belt? Well, I just know how they usually do it. Is yeah, the heavier division heavier is the main division event. Goes less, so. But and with the timelines we've talked about for each division, the only other one that really makes sense is light heavyweight, unless you do uh, interim heavyweight, or you could not do light heavyweight, and we run. I'm just throwing out suggestions here. Go 185 and interim heavy, because mm. if it's interim, you can kind of put it under it because it's interim. Or or. I'm saying you go 185, DDP, Izzy, Leon, Bilal, co-main. Wouldn't be bad. Leave 205 out of it. Maybe that is a – maybe interim heavyweight they run uh, meant, the uh, McGregor card or something. Leon Khabib, right? That's what you meant to say? I wish. If Leon Khabib's on there, it's made event. Khabib was on the card, dude? It's made event. No. I don't care what weight class you are. Yeah. If Khabib comes back, it's made event. And I feel like Izzy would be like – 
I'm okay being co-main on this 100%. one. 100%. He probably definitely just doesn't want to be co-main to Alex Perez. To, yeah, that's the that's, that's the one guy that the guy. he probably not going to be okay <laughs> with. Yeah. I don't know. That that division is so up in the air. I'm so ready for 300 to be finalized just so we we can start just talking about the actual matchups. And I hope, I hope, I hope, I'll say it a million times. We saw it a couple times at the end of last year. No injuries, please. All fights go through. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Please. We basically lost our MSG card. Yeah. Because of it. No. Injury, I mean, it's, it's part of the fight game. It still turned out to be a banger card. It, it was. It's it, 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 part of the fight game. It's not something that's just... It is. It is. Please. 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 Please.
says, uh, you born in Sanjana? Yeah, yeah. He said, this sounds like, you born in Sanjana? He said, you're lying to me. Yeah, yeah, you're lying to me. He didn't really believe it. And then, of course, he was very, very big. It was actually really nice. I shook his hand. I imagine it's probably not even what this is. Yeah, yeah, it's probably like, that makes more sense. Yeah, anyway, just a decision. I agree, great, great.